Hi and welcome to my podcast. My name is Rich Pacini and today is April 12th, 2022. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I want to talk about what is the YouTube algorithm. You know, I've been on YouTube since July of 2013, which makes it 10 years. And I have to honestly say, it's not been easy to get my channel to where it is today. It's uh, a little over a thousand subscribers. And I, I do, for the most part, follow a lot of successful creators on here, on this YouTube channel. Well, my YouTube channel, I should say. And I have to honestly say, they give a lot of good advice. And I will give them credit for that. Um, I'm a small guy. I'm a small-time player on uh, YouTube. I, I don't have a dog in this fight, so to speak. But I do follow all this uh, YouTube you know, subscribers out there. Well, uh, successful uh, YouTube creators, I should say. And, you know, I always hear every now and then, this person cracked the algorithm. This person know, you know, knows how to get more views and how to get more subscribers and so on and so forth. And, and I have to honestly say, folks, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to mention the person. You probably know who it is. But when you hear people saying so-and-so has cracked the algorithm, you know, they're, they're getting thousands upon thousands of views, millions of views, this, that, and the other thing. But the thing is what people don't realize is these successful YouTube creators, they have the funds to hire a team of people to help create the videos, to help produce them, to help edit them. You know, when you're starting off by yourself, such as my, like myself, I do this solo. I don't have a team. I can't afford a team, to be upfront and honest with you. I can't have people do my editing for me and come up with production ideas and all that stuff. These people, you know, that, that have amazed millions and millions of subscribers have the resources to do it and it's only it's only natural that they're going to become more successful than the average youtube creator um some people may beg to differ with me but that's fine you know some people might say you know i i pretty much speak my mind and i do you know um i tell it like it is i don't i don't pull any punches here i don't hide anything from anybody um it's the truth. There are there are people out there that, you know, I, I like I said, I follow a lot of su successful YouTube creators out there, and they will, you know, give you their ideas and share their talents and experience with as to how they got where they are today. And it's basically the same format from a lot of them. Uh, they'll tell you, well, you know, good thumbnails, good titles is what it is, and good. Well, you know, you know. Good titles and good thumbnails and all that stuff there is 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 an important part. It's it's the eye catcher. But the bottom line is, when you're creating your own videos, you know you are you are everything. You're the go-to man for everything. You're the producer. You're the you're the person that does all the um, you know uh, planning. You know you you do it all. You you are the guy. You are the main man, <laughs> so to speak. You are. Uh, you're the everything guy, you know, you're the one that sits there and, and has to brainstorm what you're going to put on your YouTube channel for that day or for the week or however, however you do it. 
and it's it, it gets really involved. And, you know, like a lot of these successful YouTube creators will say, well, why follow anyway? I'm not going to mention their name, so please don't ask me. Um, but they'll tell you, starting a YouTube channel is not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of dedication. And like one, one creator said, um, the reason why people end up giving up on it is because they quit. And this person has millions of subscribers. But the bottom line is, it's like anything else in life. You, If you strive for something, you know, Dr. Dennis Waitley uh, put it really cut and dry in his, in his uh, tape he did there. It's called The Psychology of Winning. It's a little cassette play, you know, cassette tape. And uh, it, that's what it's called, The Psychology of Winning. And what I like when he put, you know, one of the things he quotes in there is, it's not what you are that holds you back. It's what you think you're not. Let me repeat that again. It's not what you are that holds you back. It's what you think you're not. And it's so true. I mean, we we get up in the morning. We go about our daily chores. We go, you know, some people have a nine-to-five job. I, you know, I've been that through that scene already with the nine-to-five job. And now I'm doing this here pretty much on a full-time basis, you know. Um, but I also have a side business too. I do on the side as well to make extra money. Uh, which doesn't always <laughs> work out all the time, but you know, hey, it is what it is. You know, um, I'm surviving. Let's put it that way. But you know, getting up in the morning and before I go to sleep at night, I have a pen and pad. I always keep a pen and pad with me every time I'm doing stuff. You know, when it comes to uh, planning out what I'm going to talk about on my on my YouTube channel for the next day, I always like to write things down. I try to jot down some different ideas. Well, maybe I'll talk about this today. Like I do to you, I do eBay as well. Okay, um, you know I've been on eBay for 22 years, and you know, I am a power seller and top rated seller. And you know it took me quite some time to get there. You know, uh, right now, I mean, I only have right now on my on my eBay listings, I only have 135 listings right now. I'm a small volume seller, and uh, you know people say, well, you've been on eBay for 22 years, you must be doing good with it. Well. Let's put it this way. Um, how I got more involved with, with YouTube, you know, going doing YouTube full-time and, and eBay full-time is back in 2016, I got laid off from my last job. And, you know, I went through, actually, I went through two company layoffs on one company bankruptcy. And, you know, the jobs went overseas. And one company just went bankrupt, you know. Uh, I was back in the uh, mortgage business and, you know, the subprime really knocked this out, of, you know, knocked the business out, you know. It, created a problem for the company and they went bankrupt. Um, but, you know, going through those, going through that, that, those years back then uh, with the job loss and stuff like that, you know, I always had in the back of my mind, even when things were going good, that I always wanted to do my own thing anyway, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm still feel, I still feel the same way. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying like, I'm going to give up now, uh, because, like I said, it's been years and, you know, I'd say, well, geez, you know, are you making a living off of YouTube or are you doing that great with your ear? Let's put it this way. Um, I was smart enough to put money aside to keep me going on the dry season, the dry season, so to speak. Um, a percentage, a small percentage of income comes from from eBay, to be honest with you. A small percent. And I mean, a small percentage. <laughs> uh, but as far as YouTube, you know, when you hit the thousand subscriber mark. You do, um, you know, you can make money. I mean, I've done it. I, I, 
I proved it to myself. I mean, at first I was a little skeptical about it, you know, thinking, I don't think this is, you know, I think this is a lot of hogwash. But when I started signing into my banking account and seeing, oh, you got a deposit of this much money, deposit that much money, it didn't, it wasn't concurrent. Uh, the money wasn't there every single month. Uh, YouTube will only release the funds when you make $100 and above. So if you hit the $100 mark, you'll get it. You'll get that money in your account. That's the way I understand it to be. And, you know, I, so I made some money from it. Nothing to write home about, but it's it's legit. It's true, you know. Um, am I striving to make this channel, my YouTube channel grow? Of course. Just like I like to see this podcast grow. Um, you know, you got to come. And that's the same thing, too. Creating a podcast, you got to come up with, with good topics, too, to talk about. Like, you know, I just, the reason why I threw this out there is about, you know, what is YouTube, what is the YouTube algorithm is because the other day I was listening to a successful creator and the person who was interviewing that creator was saying, well, you know, you cracked the algorithm, you cracked the code, so to speak, and this, that, and the other thing and going on and on. And I, and I, and I, when I, the person he was interviewing, I mean, it, it stands to reason. The person, as far as I know, is a multimillionaire. <laughs> they could afford, they could afford to, you know, come up with great content. They have a team working for them. I don't have a team working for me. Like I said, I'm I'm my own guy, and you know it's just it's a lot of work. But the, here's what I will say to people who do uh, follow or, or do or who want to uh, pursue this as a as a full time career, uh, stick to it. Don't give up on it because you'll regret it later on. Look, I said it before, even in my videos, you're gonna pass this this path once in life. Okay, you mind will do something that you're going to enjoy doing for the rest of your life, hopefully. Well, unless some people are compelled to, they may try to do this here for, for you know, um, on a full-time basis, but can't. They can't afford to quit their job and do this full-time because, you know, maybe they're in a lot of debt. Maybe they got, you know, maybe their circumstances are a lot different than yours and they can't. They can't afford to quit their job and do this full-time. You could always do it on a part-time venture or you could always do it on a on a weekend thing. You know, not everybody has to quit their job to do to pursue a career or make a business out of YouTube or eBay for that matter. You do it on the weekends. And I'll tell you the truth, you know, you know, I'm going back and forth with YouTube and eBay, but I'll tell you this though, and I have to honestly say, and some people may may not want to hear it, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. I would tell people when it comes, I used to listen to the eBay podcast. I still do on occasion, but when I hear people saying, I'm going to quit my job and do eBay full time. And I sit there in an aura of disbelief and saying, you're going to quit your job and do eBay full time. Why would you why would you want to do that? You, you realize what you're giving up? Benefits, paid vacation, paid holidays, sick time, all that. You're going to give that up to do eBay full time? Well, look, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, people might say, well, you sounds like you discourage people. No, I'm not trying to discourage. I'm trying to help people. And that's the gospel truth. Um, a lot of people think, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to quit my job. And when I used to listen to podcasts, I used to hear that, you know, the eBay podcast. And I used to say, I'm going to quit my job and do eBay full time. I was like, I hope you guys got all your ducks lined up in a row because let me tell you something. If you got a lot of bills going out there, you're in a lot of debt. You better be hoping and praying that you're making that money every month on eBay to pay your bills and, you, and to keep your financial uh, status in, in, a good, in a good status. You know what I'm saying? Good, good clean uh, way where you're not going to get any defaults and – you know, have run, run into, and then, then you know, get so bad where you end up going, you're claiming bankruptcy because you said, "Oh, geez, I made a big mistake." You don't want to do that. You know, um, 
I was I was fortunate enough to not have heavy duty credit card. De- I did in the past. I'll be honest with you. I ran into some kind of situation back then, and you know I did exhaust uh, you know my credit, and it was it was a nightmare. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Okay, and it took me years and years to get out of debt. So now, you know, going forward, you know, in the year of 2022, I've been debt free with no credit card debt for, hmm, I don't know, maybe six years now, six or seven years, maybe more. And I have to honestly say it's 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 what a big relief it is. It's a big load off my chest. I'll be honest with you. Um. Do I now, now do I have a clean debt, a clean slate? Do I go out and start spending it? No, no, I don't. Um, the only thing I've made purchases for recently within this year is I bought some stuff for my YouTube business. You know, I bought this uh, Elgato Stream Deck, which is a 32 key stream deck where you could hit buttons, the function keys here, and it moves you around and you could do, you know, it gets you, it, it's, it's a lot more easy than hitting function keys because they, you can, they're customizable and so on and so forth. You could always check that out for yourself. If you got the time, I don't want to talk about it on this podcast. And I bought one of those ring lights, uh, you know, so when I'm doing videos, if I'm shooting videos and it's a low lit area, let's say it's not a sunlight in here, whatever to, you know, where I can create my videos. I bought one of them. I only cost me like what, 20 bucks. Uh, I bought a Logitech, um, the Brio, the new, the, you know, the latest one, uh, Logitech webcam. And I was given a gift. The Blue Yeti mic was given to me as a gift. And my green screen frame back there, I have when you, if you ever watch my my YouTube videos, uh, that was given to me as for my birthday, you know. So one thing I got for Christmas and the other thing I got for my birthday. But I didn't buy those particular items. But, you know, and then the software. I bought the software from um, Cyberlink Power Director. I upgraded to the Power Director 20 Ultimate, and uh, I love it. I love, it. and I'm also using uh, what do you call it, the Wondershare Filmora 11, which is another great one too. They're they're both great, but I use the the uh, Cyberlink Power Director 20 Ultimate because you know I paid a lot of money for it, and I want to get my use out of it, you know. But uh, getting back again, you know, as far as like with jobs and quitting your jobs and doing something, you know doing this type of business, either or YouTube or eBay, um, just make sure you're financially comfortable with making that choice because it is a big decision to make. And, and you know, uh, you don't want to be in a situation where you're doing uh, eBay for, you know, for a number of years and you say, well, um, if, if you're getting steady money, if you're getting steady, you know, a monthly income every month from eBay and it's substantial amount where it's paying your mortgage, car payment, credit card debt and so on. Yeah, well, then if you want to take a chance, that's totally up to you. Um, I, I, you know, at that stage, it depends, you know, I wouldn't want to quit my job. Okay. The last job I lost in 2016, I would have kept it. Uh, the jobs went overseas. I love the job. I love the people I work with, you know, but, uh, that's how I am. That's how I got to where I am today. Okay. As far as like if people want to know just a little bio about myself. Um, I do love YouTube and I do love eBay. And, um, I think today, I think to this date, I think I have 1,518 videos, you know, and let me tell you something about having those videos, a lot of videos, it doesn't make, it's not going to make or break your YouTube channel. Um, it's not going to say because, whoa, whoa, a person's got over a thousand videos. He's going to, he's going to, his YouTube channel is going to grow. Absolutely, positively not. Believe me, you could have 10,000 videos and if people ain't watching them, that ain't doing you any good. Okay. Uh, in regards to 
you know, the YouTube algorithm, getting back to that again, um, I always thought there wasn't, you know, there was a, a relationship between the two. You know, I, I create a lot of videos, maybe the YouTube algorithm will pick up and, you know, will, uh, you know, promote my videos and that many more people to see them. But it didn't seem to work out that way. <laughs> it actually it took me, you know, being on YouTube for 10 years and um, finally hitting that uh, thousand subscriber mark. It took a number. It took years, like I said. And, and the videos I started off with, folks, if you were to look at my earlier videos, they were nothing to look at. Now, some people say, well, who follow my channel say, well, your videos are OK today. They're, you know, they're not. I'm not going to say they're Hollywood produced uh, videos, but they're a lot for me. I'm, I'm judge. I'm critiquing my own my own videos. They're a lot better than what I did back in 2016. Let's, I mean, you know, 2013. So let's put it that way. OK. Um, I think so. Anyway, you guys who watch my videos, maybe you might've seen my older ones. You may bake to different, but for me personally, um, I think, you know, my videos are, are a lot, a lot better. Let's put it that way. A lot better than they were back then. And when they'll tell you when you start a YouTube channel, everybody goes through the same format. You know, you're going to have a first couple of videos that ain't going to be great. Um, you know, you might get thumbs down, thumbs up and all that other stuff. You know, that's another thing, too. But I'm not going to get into that topic about the, uh, you know, the dislikes and likes thing. I, like I said, um, you're always going to have people out there that for whatever reason, you could have the best video out there and somebody's always going to find faults with it. They're not going to like it. Uh, I know every time I put a video out, um, I would say within a couple of hours, I'm getting a thumbs down. And it's got to be one particular troll out there, maybe two, but I think it's usually one um, that don't like the content or personally don't like me. Now, person may have watched my videos, my other videos, or they should say the older videos back in the day. And maybe I might have said something to, uh, you know, hit a nerve. And maybe that person who is watching my videos is probably saying, well, you know, every time this guy puts a video out, I don't care how good it is. I'm going to give him a thumbs down. It doesn't make a difference because, folks, let me tell you something. Um, when it comes to creating videos, you're going to have that happen. Don't let that get you down. Seriously. Don't, don't let that be a deterrence because, you know, no matter what you do, I've been on YouTube channels where they have professional videos. I mean, you can see the qualities there, the, you know, the, the, the equipment they use is really good. And again, they probably, these people who have all these, these really, they put out, they produce these good videos, probably have people, uh, you know, they're hiring professional editors or whatever producers to make these videos. But remember one thing. This is what I have to say in, in regards to creating a video, a YouTube channel. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. When it comes to creating a YouTube channel, be original, keep it real, and let it grow organically. You know, because I've been looking on, I've been on so many different YouTube channels, and everybody has the same format with a different spin on it. And it's really crazy when you really think about it. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I, I went to different you know, YouTube creators out there who help uh, with your channel growth. And it's the same format, but with a different spin on it. So my thing is this. It's cut and dry. And maybe some people might think I'm a, you know, I, I come out and, you know, I'm a little harsh on the way I say things. And I don't mean to be, but I'm not going to sugarcoat anything either. I, I tell it like it is. And what I'm saying now is, do your best you can. Put out your video. And you don't have to buy expensive stuff either. You don't have to buy these two, $3,000 DSLR cameras. I have an iPhone 8 that I, I, I shoot on. I shoot some photos and videos on there. 
Um, I do my YouTube shorts on it and stuff like that. If you got a nice phone like that, you could, you could, you, you're, you'll be okay. You'll be all right. Believe me. I mean, there's a, there's one person I know, a YouTube creator that uses their, their cell phone, uh, iPhone, I should say, to do all their videos and they look great. They look great. Believe me, they look great. Um, I think so anyway, but that's, you know, like they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know, I might look at the, their YouTube videos and say, I think they're great. They look nice, crisp, clear. You know, it's very, you know, the, the pitch is sharp and everything. And you may look and say, ah, I don't see that, you know. But everybody has different viewpoints and everybody sees things a little different than the other person. But that's okay, you know. It's like anything else. We all have opinions, you know. Uh, what I how, what I what I feel is right, you may say is wrong, you know. But it's okay. That's what, that's what makes the world go around. But anyway... Um, I want to get back to it again with the algorithm thing. I know I'm going a little, I'm getting a little side, side uh, tracked here. I'm sorry about that, folks. Uh, let me just get a little swig of water here. Okay. All right. So anyway, what, the reason I'm doing this video is because I hear people saying about certain uh, YouTube creators, oh, they cracked the code, they cracked the algorithm, they know how to, they beat it and all that stuff there. I, I want to just read something to you really quick. Um, it's about it's it's in regards to the algorithm, and it's over here. It says, "What is YouTube algorithm?" So it goes on to say, "Since its launch in 2005, YouTube has tried to be mysterious about its algorithm. It has updated the algorithm several times because of its success in the past 16 years. But currently, the main focus of the algorithm—listen to this, folks. For those of you out there who think I'm starting a YouTube channel, this is what I have to say here. It says, but currently, the main focus of the algorithm." is to provide better user experience. YouTube says that the algorithm is a feedback loop in real time that recommends videos to individual viewers according to their different interests. Okay, let me just move this little down here, folks, so I can read a little more into this. I'm reading it off another website, of course. But things were not like this when it started. Let's roll back in time to understand the changes that have been in the algorithm in the algorithm since the start we want it goes on to say we want to take a break you know we want to break down the evolution of the youtube algorithm so that you have a rational idea about the changes that took place in the algorithm from time to time so it goes on to say further on to say here it goes youtube's algorithm timeline 2005 to the present it goes on it say uh the first video was uploaded on youtube in 2005 but currently it has 2 billion users over 500 hours of videos uploaded every minute. How did the algorithm strengthen from one video to 500 hours of video every minute? Let's fill in a gap. Then it goes on to say here, it is all about the views. From 2005 to 2012, quality use, user experience wasn't YouTube's motives from its start. For the first seven years, it rewarded videos that got a higher number of clicks or views. But content creators misuse this algorithm approach and trick the people into getting more views because of clickbait video tiles, or titles, catchy thumbnails. Now, I heard that all the time. They always talk about that there, and it's, it's true. I mean, you put a, a fancy thumbnail and a title out there, whatever it may be, you're going to catch that person's eye and say, you know what, I got to click this guy's video. I got to see what this guy's talking about. And if you ever go on YouTube, look at some of the thumbnails that put, people put out there. Like, wow, I got to check this one. I got to check that. Sometimes I go to the YouTube homepage. 
I'm looking at all these different <laughs> these thumbnails with these people talking about whatever the topic may be, whether it's related to eBay or YouTube. It's like, I want to watch this. One. I don't want to watch that. One. I don't want to watch that. You know, you end up spending hours watching all these different uh, creators out there talking about the algorithm or how their channel grow, how to get more subscribers and so on and so forth. But anyway, let's read a little more into this because I only have a 30 minute podcast here. So uh, I'm on the 20, I'm going on the 25, my uh, 25 minute mark here. So it goes on to say there was a dramatic bump in the user base and it retained the trust of its users to keep and keeps them engaged. YouTube realized that there was no, there was a need to tweak its algorithm. Enter Watch Time 2012. It goes on to say to tackle this misuse of clicks and views and improve their user experience. YouTube announced in an update 2012, they prioritized considering videos that had higher attention time. Videos that users actually want to watch, which would ultimately lead them to spend more time on the platform. YouTube wants people to watch more, you know, want to get more views and watch time. They want to build that up because with the more people, you know, the longer the video is, the longer they could uh, run ads on them. You know, that's that's what I understand. So it goes on to say most of the content creators increase their video spans to make people stick to their videos longer, increasing their watch time. But still, YouTube wasn't able to provide an individual user uh, what was looking for. And then it goes on to say here for 2016. Now, I'm not going to have time to read all this, but it goes on to say machine learning changed the complete user experience of YouTube user in 2016. YouTube made waves in the market by introducing a white paper. The paper detailed YouTube would use machine learning and deep neural networks for its recommendation. And then it goes on to say here, deep neural networks uh, for YouTube recommendations. It's got an abstract. It's got keywords. It's got the introduction and so on. All right. Uh, then it goes on to say, but they were mysterious. Then it goes on here. It goes, but they were again, mysterious, just like Coca-Cola is with their secret recipe. With all the jargon, it was complicated and confusing to understand what it meant. Even if you call the techie friend to explain to what it is in it, the best they would understand and tell you is that you, uh, YouTube intends to improve the user experience. In other words, they're not going to just go out there and tell you, you know, oh, this is how we do it, whatever. In some cases, they may. I don't know. But it goes on to say, and then it has a little more. It says, it is still a mystery of what's, uh, what's under the algorithm's hood. But we know for sure that YouTube is focused on hooking users into a valuable, addictive content based on their interest. Okay. And then it goes, what happened between 2016 and 2022? It says, there have been many questions floating towards YouTube's related to the type of recommended, uh, recommended videos YouTube's algorithm promotes. To tackle all the raised fingers, YouTube claims that the changes made in early 2019 to its algorithm have resulted in 70% decrease in viewing borderline content. What's that? You might think, well, the content in which limits the YouTube guidelines but misleading are, are harmful. Okay, and then it goes on and on here to say, how does the YouTube algorithms work in 2022? It says, uh, we are, I'm paraphrasing, skipping a lot here. It says, what we already know that YouTube says about its algorithm, it has two goals. First, find a video recommendation for individuals according to the interest. Second, keep them hooked on the platform. And then it goes as say, then it goes a little further to say here, as much as the algorithm gives importance to its video performance, it also keeps a close eye on user behavior for better results. Overall, the YouTube algorithm affects recommendation streams and search results and how let's find out. And then it goes on a little more here. 
okay? Uh, YouTube algorithm affecting the search results, then it has YouTube algorithm affected the recommended videos, okay? Um, there's a lot, there, there's a lot to this here and you could read a lot more and, you know, I mean, you, you could really learn a lot from this here. Uh, the information, uh, you can get just by doing a Google search on the algorithm and you'll see what I'm talking about. But what I, the point I'm going to close out here with folks is, is this, you know, when you, if you're starting out and you, you know, think I start a YouTube channel, let me just explain one thing. You're going to go to a lot of different YouTube creators out there and you're going to hear a lot of different stories of how they started, what they did, how they made their videos grow to one, a hundred thousand to one million or whatever. Remember one thing, they all started off just like you and I. Okay. And here's the other caveat to, to it. Um, if you create a video, uh, if you have a talent or a skill that you want to share and if people like it, they will hit that subscribe button. Believe me, they will. I'm already at oh, I'm already over at a thousand subscribers. I, I think it's last year sometime I got uh, the channel monetized, and I'm so grateful to the uh, the people who subscribe to my channel. But I just want to let you guys know this: you know, don't ever think it's an impossible task. I mean, maybe some of us might not hit that million subscriber mark. Who knows? I can't I can't tell for tell the future. You would know better. You know what I'm saying? But listen, never give up on your dreams, okay? Because remember, you're going to pass this path once in life, like I said earlier. So you might as well do what you love to do, enjoy what you're doing, and stick to it. The only ones who don't make it in this business or any business is the quitters. I always tell my kids, it's easy to quit It's easy to quit a, a job or whatever than it is to stay in a race. You know what I'm saying? So don't, don't give up, okay, folks? Quitting is easy. Staying in the game is hard, all right? But anyway, that's all I have for you right now. Um, I'm working on the last few seconds here. I just want to say, if you guys get a chance, if you like my podcast and you get anything out of them, you know, you want to keep checking them out, that'd be great. If not, and you want to just check out my YouTube videos, please do just go to go do a YouTube search and just type in Richard J. Passini and you can see what my YouTube channel is all about. I do the reselling news. Let's talk eBay. And I'm also a vlogger. So until then, I'm wishing you all the best. Bye bye for now.